Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of eternal life. These are the words of uh, the disciples from the Gospel of John, chapter 6. You remember the bread of life discourse. So today, the readings, the first and the gospel reading, cause us to call us to reflect on the word of God or the commandment or the law, however you want to put it. And in the first reading, we see the possession of the land is a blessing. That is, when we keep the word of God, when we obey his commandments, it goes with blessing. After they reach the promised land, Joshua, in his first book, uh, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, reminded the Israelites to observe the commandments and to be careful to observe everything written in it so that uh, they receive the blessing. And there are so many other beautiful passages in the Bible telling us of the promises made to those who abide by the word. The longest psalm, Psalm 119, verse 9, tells us, I have hidden your words in my heart so that I may not stray from your path. Because the word of God, as you know, the same Psalm 119 tells us, his words is a lamp for my step and a light unto my feet. So with his words, we are able to be transformed, be renewed, and be transfigured. So today we can you know, set aside and think about how we soak ourselves in the word of God. The author to the letter of Hebrews chapter 4 tells us your words, the word of God is like a double-edged sword, a double-edged sword that is able to penetrate the dividing place between the spirit. So it is his word that provokes us to come to conversion. It is his words that helps us, you know, raises us up, builds us, put us to the level where we need to be. So if we can be soaked in the word of God, making our time to read the scripture, or making our time to spend time before him, because the word is also a person. The Gospel of John chapter one in the prologue, we read, the word became flesh and lived among us. So the incarnated word also challenges us to be a mother like himself. You know, um, as Jesus took flesh and lived among us, so his word should be incarnated in us. We become the living word of God, using the same power of our words, bringing life to others. You know, in his public ministry, most of the miracles or signs uh, were performed by Christ saying the power of the word. He says it and uh, it comes about. Psalm 33 says he spoke and they were made. He commanded, and things came into being. That is the power of the word of God. And today, um, we can uh, listen to the admonition of the word of God and to abide by it. Psalm number one tells us that those who keep the word of God and meditate on it, because through meditation, we now put it into action, as James will say, not only to hear it, but also those who put it into practice. So in that Psalm 1, it tells us that those who meditate on the word of God day and night, they will bear fruit. Fruit means that, you know, they will be fruitful in all they do because the word becomes a light and a lamp. 
not only that they will bear fruit, but also in plenty, not just maybe one or two, but in plenty in those seasons. My dear brothers and sisters, Christ has come not to abolish the law or the prophet, but to fulfill it. What is his word to you and I? And what is his word to me and you? The Bible says today in the gospel, not only that we are stuck in the word of God, but those who teach others to do the same, they will also receive the blessings of the Lord. We pray today that the Lord will order our steps in his words, we order our steps in his commandments so that we may reap the harvest of eternal life. Amen.